celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Back to the studios, Judy and Poppy. Uh, I wish I was out there again. It was so much fun being out there in the sunshine with all the people. You guys, uh, we did have a blast. You did? Yeah. I got a really good suntan. I don't know about you. <laughs> oh, I mean, I got a farmer's tan. Yes, exactly. What's a farmer's tan? Where you have the, it shows your sleeve line. Oh. Because I had on I a short sleeve, and I missed like one patch with the sunscreen, and it's really cute. It looks like a weird tattoo. Well, of course, you're talking about America's Family Pet Expo that you broadcast live from last week. Had a good time. I was uh, stuck here in the studios. but uh, Pup sitting. Pup sitting. And your pup's doing very well, of course. When you came back, I had her working that agility course like nobody's business. She's a pro, I tell you. You have, uh, I'm just looking at today's lineup, quite a lineup. Judy Francis, ladies and gentlemen, a, an amazing producer who's uh, put together an amazing show for you today. Thank the whole you. gang is here. Dr. Debbie is answering your vet medical questions. Vlade with uh, uh, your, uh, well, <laughs> your dog behavior questions, although he'll speak about anything. Vinnie Penn, animal communicator Joy Turner. Susan Sims will be with us in just a few minutes. She has uh, exciting announcements. We're going on the road again. Oh, on I Route love that. 66. We're going to be traveling uh, from L.A. to Chicago along Route 66, and we're going to be adopting out animals on the way. All the details yeah. coming up. Bobby, what do you got coming up in the news? Well, we're going to take a look at the latest uh, coming out of Florida on the cause of death of those 21 polo horses. You don't want to miss this one. Details coming up in the news. Very good. And you mentioned last week that Rush Limbaugh, Rush Limbaugh is now... Rush? Uh, yeah. The mouth that roared. Spokesperson for the, the Humane Society of the United States. Uh, well, I don't know. If he, not, not necessarily spokesperson, but he has recorded some PSAs. And he is on his side, because I do not side with Rush on anything but this one <laughs> issue. He is with us and the Humane Society on anti-dog fighting. So, way to go, Rush. You heard him during the show last week, and you'll hear him again during the show this week. Ooh. Right here on Animal Radio. We're going to go to the phones? Okay, it's not your dad's pet talk anymore. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to Vlade or to Dr. Debbie. Vlade, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. When I listened to Bobby about the news she was talking about, I think she forgot what is the big neck, what is the next biggest news in town, which is all LA and all Hollywood is talking about. And I would like to, you help to tell you listeners what is the biggest, second biggest news right now. <laughs> well, what is the second What's biggest the, news in yeah. Los Angeles and Hollywood What's right the now? Buzz? Yes. <laughs> yes, what? Vladi was featured in LA magazine in a video. Very prestigious and prominent place. It was a seven pages with it. It so many pictures, and uh, this is the this is the very big for me. As a matter of fact, I'm wow. receiving so much calls from different producers from different TV networks, and uh, people love Vladi. And uh, I mean, I probably will very soon to fulfill my biggest dream to have my own TV show. Oh, very uh, keep, cool! Very do you remember cool. us, I, little people? Oh, yes. I, you know, like I, I keep telling you, Hell, uh, all the time, we in Russia never easily change our friends or enemies. 
but I know you're on the first part. <laughs> <laughs> by, the, by, the, by the way, what, what about the sleeve line? I mean, I, I, you know, this was the really, really hot when we did that um, uh, pet expo. Yes, I was, I was more concerned about bikini line because there's so many people who were like, almost like naked back there. <laughs> it was hot out there. It was, it oh. was. And, uh, but we did a great job there. It was fun. It was, and of course, you probably drummed up a little bit of business there, didn't you? Oh, yeah, because uh, recently, like uh, one week ago, before that event, I also was featured, my success story was featured in Orange County uh, Register, uh, which is major newspaper in Orange County. And, and then I the was L.A. On Magazine for, uh, what, seven pages of L.A. Magazine, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Media loves Vladi because, you know, Vladi is like a well-bred dog. If he likes something, he'll, he likes it. If he don't, he bites. I cannot lick and bite the people at the same time. I tell the people truth as it is. That is why when the Vladi talks, everyone is listening. If you want to talk to Vladi right now, yes, you, you're looking down at your radio. Can I talk to Vladi? You're saying, yes, you can talk to Vladi. 1-866-405-8405 right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Radio. We're celebrating our connection with our pets. We do it every weekend. If this is your first time, well, welcome. Give us a call. 1-866-405-8405. If you have a question about your pet, we have a, a doctor on staff. It's the actual animal radio doctor, Dr. Debbie. Not a lot of people know this, but when we have a problem, we actually take our pets to Dr. Debbie. Seems like a good relationship. Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard answering your Behavior questions, uh, Vinny Penn. He has kind of a satirical slant on the animal life, and uh, he's joining us. In fact, he's parking his car right now. Animal communicator Joy Turner connecting you with the other side. She actually can talk to animals that have passed. Or are living both. Do you want to talk to that animal that you had as a kid? one 405 Susan Sims with Fido-Friendly Travel Talk. She's also working her way into the studio right now. And Bobby Hill with News. What are you working on there? Well, you know that people should not smoke cigarettes. Sure. Neither should birds. And I will tell you why. <laughs> Coming up in the news. Let's go to the phone. Is it Deb? We have Deb on the phone. Hi, Deb. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Very well. You're on with another Deb. Dr. Debbie. The animal radio veterinarian. Uh, I have a problem. Uh, my son and grandson are moving in with us because the economic downturn, and they're bringing three cats with them. And oh, wow. I want to know how to introduce them into my house without uh, too much fanfare or problems. Okay. And, and you said you have a dog or multiple dogs? Well, I have a dog who's outside, so he's not going to be a problem. Uh, but okay. the cats have never been in my house before and they're all males they've all been uh stayed they've all been declawed uh but i'm you know concerned still about them possibly spraying and and you know having some problems coming into the house because we did have a cat and a dog in there so there's still going to be some residual smell from them 
Sure, sure. And and I'd say that, um, you know, unfortunately, with the economic situation, this is a, a problem. We're having a combination of a lot of different households. So it is something that I take in a stepwise um, fashion and go gradually. Um, since we're adding three kitty personalities, we're going to have to be a little bit more um, maybe cautious and take things slowly. The, the biggest thing is I would want the kitties to know their surroundings, become familiar with that, but to give them that individual space so that they're not too frightened, um, uh, alarmed by sounds, um, you know, if the dog outside startles them, things like that. So I would certainly start off, the first thing I would do is get them accustomed to a single room in the house. Um, and that would be best if it's a room you can close off where you don't have to worry about them running away. Um, but have all of their needs in that particular room. Let them first get acclimated to that and make sure we don't have any bad behaviors that might happen. Um, and uh, let them get accustomed to that for a matter of days or maybe even a little longer if you have any kind of problems that you're encountering. And then with time, then we're going to allow them greater access to the home. Um, and just be aware of those things that can be somewhat scary for cats. Um, you know, if there is, if they're unfamiliar with dogs, um, we want to get them accustomed to the sound of the dog, even if he doesn't spend much time inside, as well as other things in the household that might be, um, you know, if there's a lot of activity, um, if anyone plays a musical instrument, things like that, which they might not be um, accustomed to, and kind of gradually okay. introduce them to that. So eventually, we want to get them to a larger square footage of the house where we can uh, feel that they're um, trustworthy. Um, and the number one thing. I'd say that we really want to do, and your concerns about spraying, um, we want to make sure we have ample litter box uh, sites for these babies. Um, so preferably, we try to give one extra box than the number of cats that we have. If that's not feasible, we try to be realistic, but we want to try to give them as many potty opportunities as possible. Uh, now, is your home a single floor or a two-story? It's a two-story, and uh, we have purchased a box that they've already been using, one of those automatic ones that will clear out the stuff every time they go in. Mm -hmm. And And they're uh, already accustomed to that? They've been using that previously? Yes, I bought it for my son, uh, knowing that he was going to be moving in, so I want him to get used to them to get used to it, and they are using it full-time. Good, good. Outside of that, I would probably still give some traditional litter box sites because some cats can get a little weirded out occasionally with some of those electronics. But I was going to mention, since you do have a a multiple-level home, make sure we do have bathroom opportunities on both levels Um, because if they're feeling a little bit timid or something's keeping them a bit um, afraid from going outside the familiar zone, we want to make sure that they have that that bathroom opportunity really close by. And I'm sure you'll probably agree on that one. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Is so, there yeah, anything I think, else that I should be supplying them? Uh, to, I uh, have old baskets that I used to have for my other cats that I was going to put up in our dormer windows for them. Uh, do mm-hmm. you think that would be okay, uh, that kind of thing, even though it might have the old scent on it? You know, I really kind of ask um, as far as what they currently like. So if they are, the, some cats are the kind that like to get into things, like little nooks into the cat uh, condo type stuff. So if they like that, that's great. Some cats like more like the hammock type thing or being out in the sun and out in the open area. So ask your son what they currently, how they spend their time. And, and I try to mimic that or even copy some of those environments. Um, but every cat's a little different. I had one that you know loved to sit inside of 
uh, paper bags, and that was his favorite toy, his favorite hangout <laughs> spot. So, you know, it could be as inexpensive and simple as that. Um, okay. One other thing you can consider trying to help kind of ease the transition is uh, we can actually use scent hormones scent hormones or pheromones and with something like getting accustomed to a new home for either a puppy kitten or an adult animal this is something we can use in the home as a like a plug-in type thing you put in your electrical socket and it releases a scent hormone we can't hear it or we can't smell it um, but the cats pick up on that and it's a relaxing and a calming effect so that might also be a little trick you can try to help ease their feelings about this move and where would i find something like that that you can generally pick up at a veterinary office or a pet store. And, okay, uh, yeah, cool. uh, some different brand names are out there. Um, I believe we use one here called Feel Away. So, yeah, but check that out because that certainly might help that transition. And, and goodness knows that move is going to be, you know, challenging enough for your the little kitties. So um, it's very good of you to take them in and open your home to that of the multi-cat household. <laughs> Thank you so much for your call, Deb, and good luck with that. Let us know how it comes along. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio. We're waiting to take your calls at 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Vinny Penn coming at you on Animal Radio with the Party Animal segment. Uh, cracked open my daughter's piggy bank the other day, at her urging, of course. The economy has not gotten the best of me, although it's pretty damn close. Cracked it open because it was time for her to, she filled it all the way up over these years. She's six years old and she was ready to spend the loot in it. Got me to thinking, why a pig? Who's the person who came up with that years ago? Like, we're going to put store all this money. Let's store it in a pig. I don't really understand that. Why are we filling up? Does anybody know the legend behind why it's a piggy bank and why we're sticking the, the coins in its back? Do you know what it was like that morning having bacon and eggs with my daughter and explaining to her uh, because she asked me, you, you know, why a pig? She's the one who actually instigated this party. I'm sitting there munching on bacon like, I wonder if she even knows what we're eating right now. I guess there was once nickels and pennies rolling around inside of, I don't know why it's a pig. What else should it be? I don't think an animal. Why don't they just have little banks for children, little plastic banks that you put your money in, and it says bank. Blue ones for boys and pink ones for girls. Why an animal? Why a pig? I kind of really want to know. Vinny Penn, Party Animal on Animal Radio. Ever dream of a home free from pet stains and odors? Haven't we all? Now defending your dream is easier with Simple Solutions Stain and Odor Remover. The new and improved Rapid Response Formula works faster and better at complete and permanent stain removal. This new bacterial and enzyme formula is more powerful and more effective for those tough pet stains like urine, feces, and vomit. Your dream is our reality. Simple Solution products are available at pet specialty stores nationwide. Okay, time to check out the website i heard about www.safeguardfordogs.com there it is hi i'm don the virtual host is a nice touch it looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them here's a savings coupon for safeguard canine dewormers and even an online reminder service 
Better bookmark this one, www.safeguardfordogs.com. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Animal Radio is being brought to you by the American Red Cross, providing you with information and training to protect the dogs and cats you love. For more information, visit redcross.org or petcentric.com, a proud supporter of the American Red Cross. Listen to the news. Two dogs rescued from a locked car. Emergencies can happen anywhere, anytime. They can even affect your pet. In other news, a local policeman saved a cat today. Being prepared and knowing what to do can be the difference between life or death for you and your pets. The same Red Cross you know and trust is the leader in pet first aid preparation and education. Look for dog or cat first aid guidebooks with DVDs online at redcrossstore.org or contact your local Red Cross chapter for more information. The Red Cross is helping protect our pets. It's Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. The whole gang is here. Little Ladybug is eating her Lucky Dog Cuisine. By the way, if you want to learn more about that, you've heard us talking about it. LuckyDogCuisine.com Check it out from the website at AnimalRadio.com. We have their link there. If you're looking for a food for your dog, it doesn't get much better than this, I'll tell no. you right now. Right I, from their kitchen to your freezer. It's great for all dogs, but especially if you have one of those little finicky ones, trust me, they'll eat this. I believe. Mika likes it too. Yeah. yeah, she does. Oh, yeah. Mika will go through like two packages <laughs> in one sitting. I believe we have Pam on the phone for Vladi the World Famous Russian Dog Wizard. Hi, Pam. Hi. How are you doing? Good. Tell us your situation. Well, um, I just was notified today that I am the proud mother of an adopted Yorkie from a rescue in uh, Missouri. And I already have two Yorkies, and I want to know how I integrate this dog into my home with my other two dogs. God bless your heart. Uh, you know, you're doing a really wonderful thing to adopting another pet in your family. And your extended family, I would say. So you have a two Yorkies, and no problems behavior with them. They, in generally, do they like another dogs? Uh, yes. Um, both my daughters have uh, small dogs, too. So mm-hmm. they uh, get along well. And are they females or males, both of them? Um, all... My male is seven, and my female is a year and a half old. Okay, one and a half, seven. And uh, the next, uh, and another one is male or female? She's a female, and she's five, and she's from a puppy mill. Uh, do, you don't have any history about if she has any behavior problems, no? Um, they said that she doesn't. She just needs to be socialized. She's lived in a cage her whole life. Socialized with another dogs or socialized with the humans? What did they tell you? They just said socialized. Okay. All what you need to do to get two crates. Put both your puppies, or not the puppies, both your dogs in the crate, your old one, two of them in the crate in, inside of your house, uh-huh. prior to bringing the new one. When you bring your new one, what you can expect from your old one? 
Momentarily. Momentarily launch toward the crate. Smack the crate, not the dogs, sideways. Make the sound. Ah! They stops. Say them, good boy, good girls. And after that, put your new one next to them in the crate. And let them sniff each other through the crate. Okay. The dogs will, it's a safe. They will sniff each other through the crate. Do you know what, what, what place they are going to s smell? But... When the dogs sniffing each other butts, it's like going to the Google or Yahoo. They, they're going to get all information about each other. Right. So here is what I want you to do. Once you see they're completely now used to each other and they basically now um, nonchalant to each other, I would like you to uh, let one of your dog go. Okay, and let that dog go, and I'm not going to hold them by the leashes, because when you're holding them by the leashes, the problems can occur, the dogs feel restrained, and the fight can happen. Uh -huh. If they are fine, I would put one of your old dog in the crate back and get another dog, okay. and see how that goes. Okay. And after that, I will let them just go around, and uh, from that time, you will be fine. The only problem can occur if the dog who because you was you've been told so you should socialize it has some type of aggressive issue toward another dogs mm -hmm. if this is the problem that could be the big problem for you right. and it's not going to be quick fix so by putting them in the crates next to each other you will momentarily do the great test in a very secure way mm -hmm. if you see your newcomer shows any stress any anxiety shaking barking uh, fear, you have a problem which you need to contact the shelter and tell them about the situation. Okay. So I would like you also to do something for you because uh, I really love the loyal listeners. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have a great product um, for the chew, the dog can, it's a kind of chew toy. Uh, if your dogs like to play with the tennis balls, because yeah. I'm not going to send you tennis. Okay, if they like love. to play with the tennis balls, I have a great alternative. This is the by name Astro Squeaky uh, Ball. What it is, it's a totally, completely, almost ir ir indestroyable ball. You can toss the do you can toss that you're gonna play with that, and it's also make squeak. And it sounds like a plastic one, but it's not. It also has some aroma inside, so your dog will love it play with that. All what you need to do, send me a quick email with your address, vladi at animalradio.com. I would ask, hey, can you spell the word Vlad? Yeah, that's, uh, his name is V-L-A-D-A-E. Okay. And uh, at, there's also a link at, at the website. So it's V-L-A-D-A-E, Vlade, at animalradio.com. Okay. And we're going to send you not one, I'm going to send you three Astro ball, ast astro squeaky balls, so for your pets to play. Okay, now when the dogs are in the crates, do I face them towards each other or side by side? Side by side. This is the very important. Thank you for that question. It's an important question. Side by side. So they don't see each other? No, they will see each other because oh. crates will be open. Oh, okay. You cannot use the plastic crates in this situation. Okay, no plastic crates. No plastic, right? They need to see each other. That's the goal is. Okay. They send each other. They smell each other. Some of them maybe gets aggressive a little bit. will give you a chance to smack the crate. All right. And once they shuts up, you tell them, good 
fries, get girls. And maybe give them some American cheese, Russian or Polish kalbasa. I'm serious. Give them something delicious because eating together is create a social bond. Okay. They get the positive. They, dogs learn by, by association of their behavior. If they are um, behaving well, you're giving them cr- great reward. Treats, uh, cheese, whatever they like. If they are bad, ah, boom, snap the crate. And you will see if they will accept that. So one dog is, one of your old dog supposed to go along with another one. And you will see that's going to work. If you see the problem is, you will see it momentarily. Okay. Pam, thank you so much for your call today. It's Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405 with the singing five stair-step dogs. <laughs> you know a singing dog? Does your dog sing? Last week you ran into a singing dog at the America's Family Pet Expo. I did. He was quite the singer. Do we have a, do we have a kind of that? Can we play that? And bring it on over here. This is the dog you ran into last week. Wow. Hey, <laughs> That's listen, amazing. It, it is amazing. If your dog sings or your cat, call us at one 405 8405 I have the Animal Radio Animal Idol. I'm starting the Animal <laughs> Idol right now. Call in with I your love sing- it. Yeah, and we have prizes uh, for you. We're going to go into the prize closet. If your dog can sing, we want to hear. one 405 right now and all this week and next week. We'll do this, too. So call us now on that. Let's uh, head on over to the phones. I believe we have a medical question for Dr. Debbie. I believe okay. we have another Deb. Hi, Deb. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. How are you today? Good. Where are you? I am in Fort Myers, Florida. Beautiful Fort Myers is on with Dr. Debbie. Hi. Hi, Dr. Debbie. How are you? What's going on with your babies? Well, I have an American Bull. He's about two or three years, two to three years old. Um, he and my other little dog, got they, they wrestle a lot, and he got his eye scratched. And then he had a scratch cornea. So we went to the vet. They gave him, you know, the drops and everything. And that cleared up. And he's still tearing and scratching at the eye. So we went back to the vet several times. Um, They just kept giving us the same eye drops, you know, the tears. And they gave us atropine, which I thought was weird. But then they sent us to a doggy ophthalmologist that said he had um, an ingrown eyelash. Okay. It was, you know, scratching his eye. So we had that removed. And he's still tearing. So, so did he have the eyelashes removed? Out. Yes, there were, and then they removed two or three more. Okay. And he's still not right, huh? Well, the tearing has slowed down, but he's still tearing a lot. Okay. And as far as, is there actually um, like a mucusy discharge, or just more the wateriness that he's having? It's more of a watery. Okay. And on the last veterinary visit, um, is the ulcer part of the eye, is that healed? Yes. They said the cornea is totally healed, and they do not know why he's still having problems. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we'll we'll back up a little bit here. So you had a corneal injury on your American Bulldog, and yes. after that, um, that did resolve, and you went to the ophthalmologist, and they diagnosed an abnormal type of hair that grows pointed towards the eye and causes like a irritation on the surface of the eye, which can cause watering pain and even an ulcer, believe it or not. 
Um, so if that's removed and the ulcer is healed, there really isn't a good reason why you should still have cheering in that eye. Um, if, is he squinting with that and he is rubbing on that? Yes. He is, okay. Because there'd be a, that would tell us I'd be worried a, still about the actual eyelid structure itself. So I would be looking at maybe trying some things that are along the lines of um, an artificial tear, kind of that of, that provides a viscous nature to the eye. Um, some over-the-counter ones we'll use will be um, cellulisk um, in the human contact uh, lens aisle. That's one that I'll use. If we have no current ulcer, then it might be worthwhile to try some anti-inflammatories um, in case there is some residual inflammation there that's caused some discomfort and well, it might take an, a, another a, I'm, I'm sorry they just put him on a prednisone drop good okay that's an anti-inflammatory that's exactly what I, I would do <laughs> and um, as far as using that plus you know the cheer uh, supplement but I would want to make sure we watch those eyelid surfaces closely to make sure there's no kind of scarring um, or regrowth of those little um, cilia the little hairs on the eyelid because okay. um, sometimes they can come back and uh, we can have more of those that can cause an ongoing problem okay. if he was feeling comfortable with his eye and just having a lot of cheering then I might kind of venture a little lower down to his tear glands and actually to the duct that drains that into the nose because sometimes those can get clogged up if we're having an infection or a problem and that can create a watery eye. Um, okay. So that might be one other avenue that we just want to kind of take a peek so, at. Okay, well, very good. Well, give him a good hug and a kiss for us. Thank you so much for your call and good luck with Barney. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio. We're here to take your calls at 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Simple Solution. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. The Associated Press is reporting that the 21 polo horses killed in Florida last month were all given the same supplement made by a local pharmacy, and it may have been one ingredient that was incorrectly mixed that proved fatal. The French-made supplement Biodil, which has not been approved for use in the United States, contains just four ingredients, vitamin B12, selenium, potassium, and magnesium. A Florida veterinarian wrote a prescription for a pharmacy to create a compound similar to Biodil that was given to those horses. A medication which is legal in Venezuela helps animals recover from exhaustion. Following up a story about Los Angelinos and their free spay-neuter program, a few months ago, the head of the L.A. Department of Animal Services, Ed Box, cut the vouchers that provided the free service to low-income pet owners. Box said it was a way to save $150,000, but members of the city council sided with residents and reinstated the program. Now comes word from the L.A. Times that the controversial head of the department, Ed Box, has resigned. And yet another reason why birds should not smoke. As if you needed any. Shop owner in Leasington, England, liked seeing the sparrows building the nest in the store's eaves. That is until the shop caught fire. According to the insurance company investigation, the cause of the blaze that did $300,000 worth of damage was caused by a lit cigarette in the bird's nest. Apparently, the little sparrows not only used twigs to build the nest, but also cigarette butts. Investigators found 35 to be exact. Ooh, is that like an act of nature? The insurance company now won't cover it? Mm-hmm. It's not like the sparrows did it on purpose, right? Sure. <laughs> 
I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution with a tip for pet messes. For liquid spills or urine stains, blot up the excess by starting on the outside of the stain, then move toward the center of the affected area. This will prevent the stain from spreading. Is your credit card debt out of control and you don't know what to do? I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Contrary to what you may hear from other advertisers, there is no secret program that can magically eliminate your debt. But Debt Settlement USA does have an answer. We've settled over $150 million of debt. Call right now for a free consultation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. Call 1-888-551-7788. It's Animal Radio, you lucky dog. 1-866-405-8405. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard with your dog behavior questions. Vinny Penn, animal communicator Joy Turner. Bobby with news in just a few minutes. Susan, I understand one of the top pet food companies is helping those that are low income right now, and that's most of us, with pet food. What's going on? Yeah, they are offering a special bailout program uh, for a lot of people. You just, you're going to go online and fill out a form and they've got thousands of thousands of product going out um, to those of us who need to take care of our pooches during this tough economic time. And you're going to be talking to the uh, top dog over there at this pet food company in just a few minutes with Fido Friendly Travel talk on animal radio but first you 1-866-405-8405 is it ben we have yes it is hey ben how are you doing i'm doing good how are you doing good where are you right now i'm in uh texas are you a driver truck driver yes i am well you are on with dr debbie what can i do for you today ben i got a uh, kind of a long question here i have a, <laughs> a siberian husky he's uh five years old and anyway he gets um uh, like uh, his ears get real warm, and they get they irritate him. And then on his right elbow, he gets like a red spot on his fur. But it isn't it isn't a scab or nothing. It's just like somebody put some red dye on there. And we had him to the vet, and they, and they tell us that it's allergies. Okay. And then anyway, uh, he put her put him on a special diet. It's called ZD, and it's put out by Hills. Yep, I know that one. Okay, and then he gets, uh, my wife puts, uh, oh, here we go, trezodenamine in his ears every day. Okay, trezoderm. And then she used to, he used to get antibiotics every day. But now my wife quit it because she was afraid that if he did come down with something, the antibiotics wouldn't, wouldn't help it. Yeah, but, I mean, so he's been on, like, long-term antibiotics every day? Yeah, yeah. Oh golly, yeah, that that isn't good. Not in the, not in the whole scope of things for him or for even for you guys. You know, for bacterial yeah. resistance, we don't like to keep animals on chronic antibiotics if we can avoid it. Well, so, okay, so well, tell he, me. well, what what he, what he did is he t- he he took him off of the antibiotics and put him on this dog food. Okay. But now, one of our bad habits was that they eat they used to eat a lot of our our food too, and the doctor the old table it, food, huh? Yeah, yeah. And, well, I will admit, I mean, they're, they're just like our kids. But anyway, the doctor said it would take at least six months to get this food out of their system before we would see any, any results. And that seems like an awful long time. 
Yeah, well, I probably would disagree with the six-month mark, but it, it can take many, many weeks and actually many months. Um, so when we're gearing towards kind of, a, from what I understand, he's approaching the food allergy potential for your dog. And, and when we do that, we try a, a hypoallergenic diet, and we need to make sure those little love nibbles that come off the table, that those are not um, hitting his food bowl. Because otherwise, all that money you're spending on you know, the special diet is just flushed down the toilet because it really interferes and it just kind of gives that all away so yeah we have to be on a special hypoallergenic diet for several months and i my my general guideline is about two months time and if one particular diet doesn't work yeah then we'll switch sometimes go to another one give that it's um due time but during that period of time if there's any snacks uh getting milk bones, eating jerky treats, they're getting table scraps, then we have to say, okay, we're restarting the clock and we're going to start from square one again. So I would probably disagree with that timeline and just maybe go two months would be a fair period of time. But, you know, I'm a little curious about, you know, you said that red patch on his elbow. Is it a hairless patch? Is it itchy, oh, no, scratchy? Is he... No, no, it just looks like somebody put a piece of, uh, like somebody dropped a piece of red dye there or something. It and it's on his scan. elbow? Yeah, it's, it's on his right elbow. That's the only one it's on. Okay. And that's what the, the, the and it seems like when when he was on the antibiotics and that it it almost sent, seemed to go to a real real light pink. Okay, now and I want to make sure that we're not confusing that with um, what we call kind of a normal callus on a dog's elbow. Um, a lot of large breed dogs do get a hairless area on the very point of the elbow on the side, and that is a result of them kind of lying on that surface, and that skin gets a little thicker and kind of almost like a, your, your heel if your heel gets calloused up. And yeah. that is where we'll see some hair loss. And if he's got some redness there, it could get irritated. But I want to make sure that that doesn't sound like what you're describing there. Are you using any other remedies besides the food? Well, yeah, yeah. She puts that, uh, that, that, that stuff I told you in, 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 his, in his ears every day. The that, trezoderm that. and then the antibiotic. But anything beyond that? No, no, uh-uh. Okay. Um, you know, because if we're looking in, at the direction of going with allergies, there there are some other things, and I'm, I'm definitely a huge fan of trying the food trial, so um, I like to give that a, a good whirl. Um, the long-term medication, um, I want to make sure we do, in fact, need an antibiotic, and a way to find out is to actually have your veterinarian do a skin sampling where they look under the microscope. If they see bacteria and they see infection, you know, then I'd have a just reason why, why I'd use that. But otherwise, I really wouldn't just keep them on the antibiotic um, for the redness. The redness could be more of a sign of that allergy, and with that, we might try antihistamines. There's some, you know, Benadryl, um, hydroxazine, there's chlorpheniramine for dogs that we'll use, and those can help with some of those signs, redness, itchiness, and, and so forth. Um, and then I also like to use fatty acids. They work very nicely with antihistamines for the milder allergies. And then, um, you know, we may look at using a cyclosporine-based medicine, and that is something that you might ask your veterinarian about because for some dogs, we're not really looking at trying to pump them up full of uh, steroids, prednisone, things like that to try to curb the itch and the redness. Cyclosporine can make a big difference for some dogs, and it is a long-term medicine, but it can really help them with some of the redness, the itchiness, the discomfort. So that might be something that we can pursue for your baby there. Do you think we ought to go to a different vet? I mean, have another opinion. 
Oh, gosh. Um, I think a second opinion is always good, especially if you're something as complicated as, you know, skin allergies and all the different remedies there. You know, if you're if you feel comfortable that your veterinarian is offering you some other alternatives, some other medications, some other treatments out there, um, you, know, you know, I don't necessarily jump ship right away. Um, you know, but if you aren't feeling that good vibe, you don't feel like you're making that connection, um, that you're heading in the right path for you and for your dog, then I think a second opinion is definitely good. And, you know. Uh, most veterinarians understand that. We, you know, we're just like human physicians, and you know, I, I'm I'm a freak when it comes to my own medical care. So, you know, I'm definitely all a fan for uh, second opinions and third opinions and all of that kind of thing. So, you know, you know, if you have that relationship with your veterinarian and you've been tackling skin problems and you feel comfortable with that, there's no reason that I'd you know tell you to go somewhere else. But if you're not quite feeling that that click. Um, you know, then then it might be something to you know talk to someone else in the area. So yeah, keep that itching under control. The great allergy myth here with uh, doggies, and we have quite the problem in Vegas. So this is Dr. Debbie. If you have a question, one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on, learn more. Dogs or cats, horse or emu. A woman who took her family to visit the Maritime Aquarium in Norwalk, Connecticut, has filed a claim against the city because her one-year-old son stepped in dog feces outside the Maritime Garage. Kelly DeBrocky seeks $100 to cover her son's $54 shoes she bought at StrideRite and $50 to cover the money she spent at the aquarium. Quoted in the Stanford Advocate, DeBrocky said, The incident ruined the child's shoes and the entire outing. I was just really skeeved. I thought the whole thing was disgusting. City attorney and dog owner M. Jeffrey Speyer has denied the claim, although he doesn't deny the incident probably happened. He said he often had the same thing happen while mowing his grass, and he didn't think it should have ruined the whole outing. The city's official response? Poop happens. He added that if anyone should be able to understand that, you'd think it would be the mother of a one-year-old. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by Finding Your Own Home, the only realtor and veterinarian approved step by step plan for first time home buyers. Visit www.findingyourownhome.com for more information. Listen to the news. Two dogs rescued from a locked car. Emergencies can happen anywhere, anytime. They can even affect your pets. In other news, a local policeman saved a cat today. Being prepared and knowing what to do can be the difference between life or death for you and your pets. The same Red Cross you know and trust is the leader in pet first aid preparation and education. Look for dog or cat first aid guidebooks with DVDs online at redcrossstore.org or contact your local Red Cross chapter for more information. The Red Cross is helping protect our pets. Every year, there are millions of pets in animal shelters across the country just waiting for a loving home. I'm Mike Farrell with a very simple message. If you're thinking of getting a pet, please adopt. To easily locate your closest place to adopt, call Pets 911 toll-free at 1-888-PETS-911. It's easy, it's free, and it gives a pet a second chance at life. Together, we can ensure a better future for our pets. For adoptable pet listings in your community, go to Pets911.com. Pets911, proud to be partnered with Animal Radio. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal people. 
is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People's published 10 times yearly. The publisher is a non-profit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year and is 100% tax deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org. If you got a bone to pick, then you can bring me your bone. I am the top dog in this neighborhood. I am the dog father, Pugsy Malone. All the dogs here owe me favors for helping sort out tricky things. I know everything happening here on my turf. I'm the one who is working the strings. I'll make others give you whatever you want. Just tell me the thing that you choose. I'll persuade them they really should do as I ask. With an offer they cannot refuse. Ronnie Rottweiler is one of my mob. He's my man when the going gets rough. My pug mug I know makes me look pretty mean, but really I'm not all that tough. (laughs) I just adore the feeling of power. It's a must when you're teachy like me. So I act like a gangster by mumbling my growls. And pretending I'm from Sicily. Hi, this is Rue McClanahan on Animal Radio. Stay and neuter your pets. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. Welcome back. This is Susan Sims for Fido Friendly Travel Talk on Animal Radio. Now, I know your pet's health is at the top of your list. And on the line is Marco Giannini. I probably messed that up from Dogswell. Hi, Marco. Welcome to the show. Susan, you said my name perfectly. Thank you very much for having me today. I understand you're running, you've got your own special bailout program. What's that all about? It's the Dogswell Bow Wow Bailout. Uh, we want to have, you know, it's a tough economic time right now. We want people to be able to keep their pets. So we're giving away 10,000 bags of dry food to people who have been either laid off, gotten a pay cut, or experienced some type of financial hardship uh, w- with the economy right now. So all you have to do is fill out the form that's available at our website at dogswell.com. It's right there on the home page. You fill out the form. There's no backup information necessary. It is the honor code. And we've had a flood of people sending in the forms, and we'll be sending. We're going to be starting to send out the food this week. And in that free food bag is an actual $5 coupon for your second purchase, $5 off your next purchase as well. So you get a free bag of food, and then you get a purchase on top of that. And it's really, you know, us, just like so many other companies, doing their part to help people in this economy. That is amazing. That is so wonderful for you guys to do that. And for uh, listeners who aren't going to take advantage of the bailout program, but they would like to get a sample, what can they do to get some samples? 
all they need to do, we'll be happy to give your listeners a sample. Have them email us at freesample at dogswell.com, and we will shoot them back samples in 24 to 48 hours. We always respond right away to people, and we'll send out those samples to them, whatever they need. So have them email us at freesample at dogswell.com, and we'll be happy to send them out to them. That is so awesome. It's our new weight management line. It's low in fat and calories with L-carnitine to naturally burn fat. It's available in chicken breast jerky treats for cats and dogs and dry food for dogs. And it's the only line of dry dog food that can claim low and fat and calories uh, and, uh, um, for, for dogs. So, and have a chicken be the first ingredient, a protein be the first ingredient. So it's a fantastic line of dog food. It really is a first out there in the marketplace. So, hey, Marco, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with us today. All right, Susan, you have a great day, and uh, it's always a pleasure being on the show. Okay, you take care. Hey, take for care. more information, go online to dogswell.com. Sit and stay. We'll be right back with more Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Oh, and the whole gang is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Bobby. Bobby, back from the uh, from last week. Did you have a fun time out there? The people at the Pet Expo were most surprised as they were going around from booth to booth. They were shocked that we were giving stuff away for free. They kept asking. I think they kept wanting to pay for it. Yes, I we could have made some money. money yeah, would have sure bought at least bought lunch for us. That's stuff we get from our sponsors, you know, to give away. And we have nice sponsors, but the, I want them to know. I want our sponsors to know these people appreciated every single item that we had out there. What What all did you have? You had mouse pads. You had the uh, one year subscription. There and were ID tags. All oh, the ID tags were gone. We couldn't keep them once people figured out what they were. Because it took me a little while, too. Um, <laughs> they were just, they loved it. You see, when we go out on the road, we, we unload it. We give the listeners the, the same love that you give us. We give it back to you when we can get your, get to your town. And we'll be doing that very soon. We're traveling along Route 66, along with Fido Friendly Magazine and the North Shore Animal League. It's a big adoption event. And Susan Sims from Fido Friendly Travel Talk. Hey, guys. How are you? Very good. This is all very exciting news. So what is this, a big adoption event along Route 66? Yes, what what uh, what we're doing in partnership with North Shore Animal League America, which is the largest no-kill shelter in the world, uh, in early June, we are going to take a nostalgic pet adoption tour on Route 66. We call it Get Your Licks on Route 66. <laughs> How cute. And <laughs> we're going to be making a 12-city uh, stop. Uh, the whole month of June, and we've partnered with a lot of shelters so that we can roll in with our big bus and help raise awareness for adopting. And you'll be reporting for Animal Radio, will you not? Oh, absolutely. I'll be live. We're going to start, uh, pro- it's obviously, uh, what, Santa Monica? Yeah, Santa Monica is our big kickoff. We'll have a two-day big event, and then we're going to end up in Chicago uh, with a big wrap party toward the first part of July. So we're really thrilled. Ooh, very exciting. All the details up there at AnimalRadio.com. Don't wink and doggy there. <laughs> Dancing around, you get a little crazy there. It's Animal Radio, by the way. They said I should throw that in every once in a while. Animal Radio. 
And uh, you can call us toll-free at 1-866-405-8405. If you're brand new to Animal Radio, check this out. We have Dr. Debbie. She's answering your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, getting even more famous. By the way, did you see the seven-page article in LA Magazine last week? I did. Is he going to remember us little people? He says he's a loyal guy. We'll see. (laughs) Vinny Penn has a best-selling book. He's sticking around. Joy Turner, animal communicator extraordinaire. She's here if you want to talk to your animal. Uh, Susan Sims with Vital Friendly Travel Talk. She's going on tour. She's bringing all of us on tour along Route 66. More details on the way. Also, Bobby Hill with news in just a few minutes. <laughs> no, she's. Uh, are, you're starting to Twitter, is that correct? We'll talk about that in I'm, just a few minutes, okay? I, I, okay. It's a, yeah. a, it's a bone of contention around here. You know, you're either for uh-huh. Twitter or you, you hate Twitter. There's nobody that's like, hey, maybe I'll Twitter today. Uh, let's see. Affordable Agility is on line three. Can yes. we hit that up there? Okay. Hi, Pam. How are you doing? Hi, Hal and Judy. How are you? Very good. good Pamela Spock joining us, president of Affordable Agility and 10-year veteran of agility training. If you're new to Animal Radio, maybe you don't know yet about our studio stunt dog, Ladybug. We don't know what kind of dog she is, really. No, we gave up. We, we gave up on that. But we're, we're training her now. Mm-hmm. Agility training, which requires that she goes through hoops and jumps over uh, all kinds of different things. Yeah, you know, and I was looking online because I wanted to find the perfect agility kit. I want something that I could just e- you know easily set up in my backyard and take it down and something portable. And I found a great kit. And you created this, Pamela. And i got to say that she's almost accomplished the whole course since we spoke <laughs> last week. She's now really? going through the tunnel tube. The tunnel with the shoot with the shoot on the the back end there uh-huh. so she goes wow. to an area that she can't see how wow long, that's great how long does it usually take is she moving faster than uh, most dogs i'd say i'd say yeah it, it, it all depends on if you, you're consistent with training with her a little bit every day make every every training session positive and that will make the next one even more positive and that will just enhance it don't you know if you're not overdoing it you're probably going to speed up the whole process now, I have a question. I have a little bit of problem with the weave poles. If I take her slowly, almost walk her through with a treat, she'll follow my hand. But if I try to have her do it more on her own, she runs around the poles. That is the trickiest obstacle to to teach. There are, there are different methods to teaching the weave poles, and trainers will each have their own opinions on how. The set you have is just a plain set. It doesn't have anything extra to help with the training. If you wanted to, you can add you can add on clip-on wire guides that will clip on the poles that, that give your dog sort of a pathway to follow oh, that helps out. Uh-huh. But when I, when I first trained my dog, I didn't use that. I used the method that you're using with Ladybug. It's sort of a guiding, and I call, I call it the gentle bumping guide because you're sort of guiding her, but you're kind of bumping her a little bit with her knee. Yeah, you see, I don't touch her. I just put the treat in front of her nose and make her go in and out. Is that the wrong way to do it? What I would do is, one of the things that in agility training is a dog always has to enter on the right side of the pole. That's one of the rules. Okay, I didn't know that. See, I was doing both ways because I didn't know which one was right and I wanted her to learn both. After we got off the air last week, uh, Bobby said her cat is is very smart, very talented. Has anyone come to you and tried (laughs) to train their cat? That's what you said, Bobby. I'm just telling (laughs) you. Thank you. I have talented kitties, but yeah, that's a good question. Can you agility train a cat who apparently seemed to be naturally agile, but my cats fall out of trees. They're just plus. <laughs> when I first heard about cat agility, I thought it was a big joke, but there is such a thing. There's actually an organization that's starting it up, and the, the, the competitions are very few and far between, but I can't wait till one comes in my area because I want to go to it. Oh. 
Come on, seriously, how are you going to keep a cat's attention going through those poles? <laughs> well, this is, well, this is the interesting thing. I've heard that in cat agility, you're allowed to use all kinds of toys and feathers and balls and whatever it takes. But in, in dog agility, when you're actually competing, you can't use any of those reinforcers when you're competing. Dogs have a longer attention span than but with, with, but with cats, that you can use anything that's going to work. Affordable Agility is the fine company that we got this equipment from. And Pamela, she's the president of Affordable Agility. If you want to learn more about getting the equipment or learning more or just have questions about starting because it's fun. It's given, it is fun. I was going to say it gave the dog a job, but it really gave Judy a job. Hey, I've lost a couple pounds running along this course with her, let me tell you. www.affordableagility.com. Of course, we'll link to it from animalradio.com. Thanks, Pamela. We'll speak to you next week. Thank you. More Animal Radio on the way. Is Animal Radio Network. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Big news a few weeks back about the polo horses, 21 polo horses that were killed in Florida. Now, I understand that they they carry around some certain drugs with them. Judy, is that correct? And and they weren't allowed into the country with these drugs? Right. They were using a drug that uh, was legal in Venezuela, but when they came over to the United States, it wasn't FDA approved, so they couldn't use it here. And it's supposed to help help them recover from uh, long-distance endurance and being running and tired. So they... They went searching for substitutes, and we find out that right. it may have been the cause. Bobby, you're going to be reporting on that in just a few minutes, huh? Yeah, we're going to take a look at it. The French supplement called Biodil was recreated for those horses, and now it is the chief suspect in the cause of their death. Is that, uh, news. Is that medicine? Is that like a it's, steroid? It's, what is it? No, no, no. It's a vitamin supplement, and it's only got four ingredients, but any of these ingredients mixed incorrectly can be fatal. Mm. That's the problem. But it, they're all, it's vitamin B12, it's selenium, it's potassium, and magnesium. Well, if you screw up the level of potassium, even in humans, it can be fatal. Okay. We'll take a look at that story in just a few minutes. Uh, first, Vladimir, the world-famous Russian dog wizard at one 405 And I believe we have Gary on the phone. Hey, Gary. Hey, how you doing? Good. Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm in Alabama. In Alabama, Gary in Alabama, you're on with Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. That's right. Hi, Gary. How are you? Hey, good. I've got a uh, four-month-old miniature Dachshund. And oh, I'm trying Dachshunds to, uh, are nuts. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm as a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Gary, I don't want to kind of sound impolite, but I got to tell you. And for everyone who is listening to us right now, Dachshunds statistically are the biggest threat to Americans. And I will tell you why. Because statistically, they're biting the people more than any in other breeds in the world. Forget about pit bulls who are making headlines. Dachshunds, sausage dogs are the biggest threat. Go ahead, Gary. I know I encourage you already, but go ahead. Uh, I'm trying to break him, you know, house break him. And uh, I've got him on the pad, you know, uh, using the pad on the inside, but... He, he, uh, I take him outside and he, he won't never use it outside. But just as soon as I bring him back inside, he goes to the pad. 
Okay, so 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 okay. So you take him outside. He doesn't want to pee, and he comes back and going to the pen, and you want to break it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I want him to go outside. Here is how you need to do. Instead of pad, you need to use a little crate. Really little for the cats. And all what you yeah. need to do, you need to take your dog momentarily from the crate outside. Go potty, go potty, go potty, go potty. Unless he parties. He doesn't parties, he goes back in the crate. Devote Saturday and Sunday for that time, Gary. In every 30 minutes, you're going to take him outside unless he pees outside. Once he pees outside, you say, good boy, good boy. You want to make sure he pees faster, give him drink Penta water. P-E-N-T-O, Penta. Uh, if you drink Penta, boy, you gotta, you gotta pee in five minutes. So, give him Penta and, uh, take him outside. He doesn't want to pee outside. He goes back in the crate and you're gonna do it few times unless, unless he pees. Once he pees outside, good boy, good girl, whatever, whoever he is. And after he, after that he can be free, uh, inside of your house, run around, do whatever he, ta- whatever you, you're doing with him. And make sure have a food and water scheduled. What, what I mean by that, don't leave the food or water um, uh, free. Like um, don't le- don't let him be unsupervised. Have a schedule. Bring the water two times. Excuse me, food two times per day, and give him water three times per day. Normally thirty minutes after he finished the food. Keep him on that schedule. And of course, where the old pets were, use the product. Simple solution. Just you know, pour that things around and just let it soak it and saturate it and after start to feed him in that area dogs hate to pee and poop in the area where they eat so put his football in that area and feed him just in the area where the old pee pads was everything together gonna work Gary thank you so much for calling to Animal Radio this is the Vladi when the Vladi talks human and canine listen you're listening to Animal Radio You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. The whole gang is here. And by the way, you can get in touch with us all week long. Our toll-free phone lines open all week if you have a question at 1-866-405-8405. You can also email us, any one of us. I can give out all our email addresses, but it'd take a little bit of time that I'd rather save you. Why don't you head on over to the website? Twitter me. Oh, God. No. (laughs) No, no. Please please say. I've become a Twittiot. A Twittiot. Is that what they. A Twittiot. Now, tell me, what is is this Twitter thing again? I feel like uh, Grandpa Moses here. I think I am on a massive scale. That's, yes. It's, it's mm. just instant messaging, but it's a really good way of networking, especially if you're trying to get the word out about, oh, I don't know, animal adoptions, things like that, or if you're an artist, ooh, like me, selling artwork, and, you know, just chatting with your friends. But don't, don't you, fun, don't you but, just talk about pretty inane things, like I went to the barber today and got my hair bleached, and then I went to the uh, pick up my laundry, and then I mm-hmm. baked some. I mean, that's pretty much what it is, like isn't to, it? I don't like to be a judger about other Twitters. I Twitter about very interesting things. Do you? You know, like what? Aminals, things like that. Things we're doing for Animal Radio. What's coming up? So, and and I'm a newbie to this. I only joined a couple weeks ago, so I'm still very very new to this. Now, can people so follow you? Up. Can can people yes, follow it's your Twitter at 
Yeah, blonde on duty. Oh boy! Oh, and blonde is spell. I'm going to spell it because some people don't know how to spell blonde. B L O N D E on duty. There's an e and I got that nickname from. You're going to love this. A bunch of sailors ah. who used to listen to me on the radio when I was a DJ. <laughs> yes. And they all these thought it was so funny that there was quote a blonde on duty, and I guess that goes back to whoever's in command of the ship. Okay, so if you're a big Twitter fan, if you're one of those people, and I don't get it. I really, frankly, I have too much to do in my day. I don't need to follow anybody else's. You have to have an excess of free time. Yes. Yes. But if you want to follow Bobby around, uh, we'll actually, can we put your Twitter address there at the uh, website there, and people can sign up to be your little friend? Now, do you have a Facebook thing going on? Absolutely. I'm going. I have to do that. That's my assignment this week is Facebook. You know, I tried Facebook. then we will have more. I tried Facebook. My my niece was on there, and she wanted to share pictures. And then she wrote, "I love you," and I wrote back, "I love you too." Well, I didn't know. It went out to everybody. I got all these emails back saying, "I love oh, you, Judy," and it's like, no. that's it. Gra- I quit. Grandma I, Judy. Yeah, I give up. I'm not touching it. I'm not pushing sin. I'm not gonna do Twitter, Facebook, MySpace, nothing like Frankly, that. Frankly, I'll tell all you, right. you know, I didn't think this whole internet thing was gonna take off at all. So you know, I, I was. Know. I was oh, and, and what about are you on uh, LinkedIn or Plaxo? I get weekly reports about uh, no, what I'm, people no, are doing and what time they go to bed and what they're watching on TV. You know, these were peers. You know that what I LinkedIn means in German? No. Have you looked it up? Seriously? No. What does it mean? It if you look up LinkedIn in German, uh-huh. it means unemployed. Uh-huh. Unemployed <laughs> is what it means. <laughs> okay. So if you want to follow Bobby, all the information is at the website. Uh, if you want to blog her or Twitter her or uh, <laughs> Facebook her, Doc, do you Twitter? No, I haven't. And I have people daily tell me I need to get on Facebook. So I need to get like one of my young nieces down here to teach me how to do this stuff because I think already I'm like a generation behind. Uh, that's that's a good thing. Stay away. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. I believe we have Bill on the phone. Hey, Bill, how are you? Oh, I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. Great. Do you Twitter at all, Bill? No, I don't even have a clue how to do it. Okay, just want to make sure I'm not alone there. <laughs> He's on my side. <laughs> now, Twitter to us means it's like the bird twittering right yeah, now. Exactly. That's what it means for us. Bill, you're on with the great doctor, Dr. Debbie. Great. Thank well, you. Uh, how are you doing there, Dr. Debbie? Me, I'm wonderful. What can I help you with today? I was curious about supplements or type of vitamins for my two dogs. I have one that is a year old, and he is a boxer bull mastiff mix. Okay. And my other is a six-year-old boxer. Okay. You like the boxers, huh? They are an awesome family dog. Very gentle. I love them, yeah. Oh, yes. Okay, so you're looking for supplements for them? Well, some dads their food. Um, with the economic times, we've kind of downgraded their food. Um, but I have a feeling we're probably going to upgrade it again to something different. Okay. I want to know if there's other things that we can give the dogs just so they get extra, uh, extra nutrition and uh, nutrients and vitamins that... Uh, some of the foods are lacking. The first thing I'd ask is, are we dealing with any kind of chronic health conditions, any medical problems uh, of any sort? ADHD, no. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Well, let's see. I don't have anything dietary that I think will fix that. But um, I guess the the bottom line as far as, and this kind of goes across the board for humans and animals, is 
if we have a subpar diet, it is not something we can easily fix by just adding in a supplement. Um, okay. You know, just like the human nutritionists tell us, you know, you can't replace fresh fruits and vegetables by taking that vitamin supplement. It's not equivalent. And the same thing goes through for pets. So um, I would certainly encourage you to, to feed the highest quality food that you can because I know a lot of folks have kind of um, been cautious. And one big thing we can see is um, it's a mistaken I uh, belief that by feeding eating a cheap food, you're going to save money in the long run um, because actually some of the lesser quality foods may have more fillers, so the pet may eat more, may poop more, and you may be feeding more in the long run. So that doesn't always translate into um, a, a cheaper uh, bag at the end of the deal. Um, and then you certainly, we, we worry about, you know, nutritional problems, um, you know, just losing good luster on the coat and, and overall immune status, ability to fight infection and, and to keep themselves healthy. So is there a particular diet that you um, have tried or that you're switching to? Uh, we were on Beneful. I think they're healthy radiance. And then that was about, I think, $26 every other week or so for about a 40-pound bag. Mm-hmm. And we went ahead and we downgraded to uh, Old Roy. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I have to say, you know, n- no, no bad vibes here or anything to any any food companies. But definitely, I'd say, yeah, yeah you recognize that um, Old Roy is a lesser quality, and and a lot of it does come down to some of you know where you purchase foods and um, you know what the background of the the food company is, and and um, you know, yeah, I would. <laughs> I don't want to say anything bad, but yeah. But you can't feed him old Roy. You know, the doctor may not say that. She may be she may be a little shy about making names. <laughs> I'm dancing around dancing it. Dancing around it. But yes. I, I don't dance around that kind of stuff. You will end up at the veterinarian spending money that you could have saved if you just got a good food to begin with. So instead of the supplement, instead of uh, going to the veterinarian, just uh, spend a little extra money and get... I know it's really tough right now. It is my number one priority in my life is what Mm -hmm. my animals are eating right now, above what I eat. But I got to tell you, Old Roy, the worst. Yeah, think of yourself eating cheeseburgers every day and then taking... That's not even cheeseburger, that's cardboard. Yeah, and then taking a daily vitamin. You're not going to be healthy. Hal's, Hal's my tough guy here, so. <laughs> I don't color code it. But, but as always, we do the best we can for our pets. So certainly, you know, uh, as, as best as you can take care of uh, things in, in this economy, I, you know, I commend you. Uh, and the most important thing is we have our babies with us. Um, you know, there are companions, and we're there for them. So, um, oh, yeah. And they, you, they always you, go to the vet. They go at least twice a year over to the vet for a good work over and a checkup. So. Ah, you're very good. You're a very compliant pet owner. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, well, these great. Are my, well, these are my babies. I love them to death, and that's why I, I want to make sure I give them the proper, the proper food with the proper vitamins. I know that the way that they cook it, they cooks a lot of those uh, nutrients out. So. Well, yeah, that's a whole no whole another conversation. But yeah, I'd say the the big thing I'd say is try to focus to, you know, a good reputable mean brand, and and uh, give your little babies a, a pat on the head and uh, a nice little boxer hug that they like to give all the time. <laughs> Thanks for your call. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio at 1-866-405-8405. Animal Radio is brought to you by Finding Your Own Home, the only realtor and veterinarian approved step-by-step plan for first-time home buyers. Visit www.findingyourownhome.com for more information. 
Are you tired of paying rent? The new book, Finding Your Own Home, is the only realtor and veterinarian-approved step-by-step guide for first-time home buyers with pets. Even if you're starting from scratch, Finding Your Own Home is the action plan for you. Finding Your Own Home includes 20 things you can do in the next 30 days to get started. Personal stories, 50 color photos, number crunching, online documents, and checklists. Get this book with lots of free stuff and bargains on MyPetFreebies.com. That's MyPetFreebies.com. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Hi, I'm Jay Moore, and as a sports fan, I can tell you there's nothing quite better than spending a day in the park playing catch with a beautiful lady. Like Shirley, my dog. Listen, adopt a pet. They are the most loyal companions you will ever have. Visit Pets911.com or call 1-888-PETS-911. Hooray! For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms even if he's on a heartworm prevention program? For more complete protection, deworm your dog twice a year with broad spectrum Safeguard Canine Dewormer. To find out more, visit www.safeguardfordogs.com. rule, cats are king, and parrots are the status symbol of choice these days. Did I sound like Dave Ramsey just for a second there? <laughs> I don't know. 1-866-405-8405. I know Bobby's working on news over there. She's, I, I think she is. I don't think she's Twittering. I know that's her big thing now. No, she better I, not be doing it not on company time. Well, if you want to follow her Twitter... You can get her Twitter address there at uh, AnimalRadio.com. I don't know much about it. What, what She's going to teach me how to do this. I am so computer Everybody's illiterate. Everybody's talking about it. Uh, it's one of those things you get into or you don't. She calls herself a twittyit. She is a twittyit. Hey, twittyit, <laughs> what do you got coming up in the news? Well, it may sound like a Dr. Seuss tale, but it's pretty much Wrigley Field and cats and the cubs and the curse that seems to follow it. Ooh. I'll have details coming up in the news. one 405 I believe we have Pat. On the phone. Hi, Pat. Hi. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Good. Where are you coming from? Spokane, Washington. Hi there. How are things going with you? Well, they're doing fine, except I uh, seem to have a little problem. I'm a okay. parakeet lady, and I've had this is my fifth one. Parakeet, did you say? Parakeet. Okay. Uh-huh. And okay. I uh, the first one I had, I bought. Well, somebody gave it to me in 1985. And he was a wonderful bird. He started to talk, and I taught him how to speak in uh, Hawaiian, English, Spanish, and French. <laughs> wow. And he That's had a-, a vocabulary of over 200 words. Woo. And he said long sentences and always in context. Wow. A brilliant- That's better than hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Better than a lot of people I know. 
<laughs> uh, he was a brilliant bird. I enjoyed him so much. He died um, after nine years. Oh. I had him for a while. Anyway, he spoiled me. So um, then I had uh, three other little birds, and a couple of them would say a few words, and the rest of them were really dumbbells. They just wouldn't talk at all. And oh. I know it's the male that talks, and so I always get to him. Well, I bought one a little while ago, and um, he was hatched on um, February 6th. I bought him about okay. when he was about six weeks old. He was hand-fed. And so I thought I could put my hand in. Well, don't do that. <laughs> he was scared to death. <laughs> oh. So I wasn't going to be groping all around, you know, and put the fear in him. So I have really relaxed on that. And uh, I talked to him. I say the same word many, many times. And uh, up to about a week ago, he's starting to twitter a little bit. He's very quiet, except when he's screaming. And that isn't very much. He's a pretty quiet bird. And, mm-hmm. um, I bought a little bathtub because uh, he was uh, taking a bath in his drinking cup. So I put that in there, but I think he ignores that. And he flutters okay. his wings a lot. All right, so he is picking up some, which you think are some vocalizations, and he's showing some, some attempts to do that then. I think so. It's very quiet. Like well, he's whispering into the mirror. Okay. And are you just looking for some, some help and how to get him to that point where we can make him that uh, super talker? Well, I, I, I don't know if it was the bird or it was me or the combination. I Yeah, I wanted to talk. And okay. I was doing the same thing I was doing with the first bird, really mm-hmm. taking my time, you know. And Absolutely. And I think, you know, certainly, you know, just like with uh, people, there's different aptitudes for some different talents. You know, I'm not a super math whiz. I'm, I'm good at the spoken word and language. But for, for some birds, it's the same way. Some will be fabulous talkers. And um, your, your first bird, that is an amazing ability for a parakeet to speak because generally they're not overall the best speakers out there. Um, most parakeets may learn, you know, single words, um, and simple phrases, um, and then whistling and, and mimicking sounds such as that. They're not the super best speakers out there, but you are correct that male parakeets tend to be t- better talkers. And um, I guess the big things that we would always say is, you know, it sounds like you got him young. That's very important to get the, the birds young and to get them really bonded to the human in the home. Um, so it's very helpful if there's any kind of mirrors in the cage to actually remove those so that, you know, his focus is on you as a companion. Um, and then as far as my best recommendations for getting these little guys to talk um, is definitely if you can get him finger tame into where he really enjoys your physical company, that's great. Um, but I spend about 30 minutes a day, and I would just uh, focus your efforts maybe in the morning. That's when uh, we believe birds are most uh adaptable and like the little sponges of their brain working the best. Um, so spend that time every morning and I'd work on that and, uh, you know, give it time. You know, he may not be that super talker that your other friend was, but uh, well, he came you know, on, I, I think he, you can. He came on my hand about three times and he just liked the finger. <laughs> <laughs> Who does? Uh, yeah, it can be a little scary for some birds to actually just approach that pointy object that you're sticking at them. So, yeah, sometimes the, the hand um, is a little bit easier. So, but lately he's not doing that even. So I'm thinking he's just young and takes time. I will take the mirror out, though. I thought he likes the mirror. He talks to himself all the time in this little mm-hmm. chirpy thing. You know? Yeah, but definitely you want that attention towards you. Right. So, yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Okay.
All right. Well, good luck with those efforts, and and I applaud you. Boy, your parakeet, your original one, that is an amazing talking ability. So I have recorded him too. Well, can you send us some? Can you send us some audio? I'd love to hear that. Well, he's got the radio in the background because he wouldn't talk. But when he knew I was looking at him or taping him, he wouldn't talk. <laughs> well, that's okay. Hold on a second. I'm going to put you on with Judy. We're going to see if we can get some of that audio. Okay. Okay. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to talk to Doctor Debbie or Vlade or Vinny or Joy or Susan and Bobby or Doctor. Jim Humphreys or Britt. We're all here for you right now. Vladi, do you have any emails this week? Ah, uh, regarding, uh, no. Do you Twitter? Do you Twitter? What do you mean, Twitter? He doesn't know Twitter. You don't know Twitter? Has anyone asked if you Twitter? <laughs> I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> He's afraid to say yes or no. <laughs> You've never heard anybody talking about the Twitter? The, doing the Twitter on the, inlo- the online thing? It's what like, is this? What is this Twitter guy? It's said? like an instant Does your wife know about Twitter? She's got to know about Twitter. Doesn't she know about Twitter? Oh, I need to ask her. She knows. She's in another room. Oh, okay. Antonino! Bobby's Twittering. Susan Sims is Twittering. I refuse to Twitter. <laughs> you, sounds like there's a, someone's being arrested in the background there. Yep, wow. yep, yep. It sounds like it's not me. Are it's they coming me. for you, Vladi? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm already shaking. Mika, what is this? What is this? Mm. Okay. Okay. She well, spooked them away, so they disappear. There they go. Okay. Well, I don't know if we should start twittering now that Bobby's twittering. I don't like to be a judger about other twitters. Yeah. I twitter about very interesting things. Do you? Uh, you know, like what? Aminals, things like that. Things we're doing for Animal Radio. What's coming up? And so, and and I'm a newbie to this. I only joined a couple weeks ago, so I'm still very, very new to this. You could do it. You could start. Okay. Who can explain me eventually? What? Tw- what I can't even pronounce. It's Twitter. <laughs> it's Twitter. What it is is it's you. You tell people what you're doing. People follow you all day long, and they like. Let's say you want to follow Vlade. You would type in. I'm, I'm at the dentist, or I'm teaching uh, someone to uh, train their dog by themselves, or I'm on TV doing this. And people actually follow you all day long to find out what is Vlade doing. They're Twittering you. Oh, you don't want to Twittering me because, I mean, you cannot <laughs> even imagine. I mean, I'm like, a, I'm like at the war. Every morning I get up and uh, go in my van with my doggy Mika, and we're traveling from one house to another, and it's like a downtown Baghdad, you know, sometimes. <laughs> you come in in some houses, dogs barking like Russian AK-47. <laughs> some dogs can, like a little Yorkie couple of days ago, just jump on the house, try to bite me my legs. And they go, I was jumping in the place while that asking that, that, that owner take that Yorkie away from me. And that and that owner uh, start to tell me, oh, no, no, this is not the worst. This is not the worstest dog. This is not the dog you came to train. Uh, you know, I have a much worse dog inside of the house. Oh, no. So, <laughs> so it's just I mean I just come in and I have no time now from this time on just sit down just talk to the people I say that's enough dogs goes here people goes here and now listen because I have a more que- more answers than you have a questions you st- you have to start to listen now you know all the problems people all the behavior problems reflect just a couple of things and number one which is the lack of structures and lack of the discipline, you know, in their life. And let me show you how we establish the discipline and structure. Structure number one, stop democracy. 
What else you expect from <laughs> Russians to tell you? <laughs> All the people in this country, you know, because of too much democracy. Honestly, democracy is the great things for most people. But, you know, for the dogs, dogs need as much democracy as the penguins need underwear in the <laughs> Moscow winter. So we, we, we stop democracy by implementing uh, three rules, which is every doggy mama knows, which is uh, maybe human mom doesn't. Number one, never give any commands you cannot enforce. Number two, always reinforce your commands. Number three, never repeat yourself. See, the canine mom is not the human mom. Listen, people, it just in America, you can hear. If your mom says no, please call one in hungry and blah blah blah. Listen, people, <laughs> canine mom doesn't go to the jail. You know, if the canine mom says no, you can go wherever you want. It means no. Canine mama has a two expressions. She has the teeth to bite and she has the tongue to lick. And the puppy obeying her for the same two reasons: wants to get her lick and avoid her bite. It's so simple. So once we stop democracy, we start to meet the dog's major needs, which is physical, mental, and social. And we're addressing the dog's major needs. We, we, we became a leader in their life, and the rest of the problem just disappear with the speed of Russian satellite-guided missile. That's how I do the business, and I'm traveling, like in my van, from one house to another. You know, Hale, I sometimes think it's going to be a great idea for me to create a show like Dog training across America. Would you envision me sitting with my Mika in my van and traveling, let's say, from California back to Michigan or maybe back to Alaska to say hello to the Sarah Palin <laughs> and uh, maybe say hi to the Russians who are, watch who are still watching her? You know, just traveling and just fixing those pets instantly. Well, no, well you know, wait a minute, Vladi. I thought you didn't like yeah, to drive. Are you going to have to get have a, a driver for this? to drive for this. You're going to need to get one of those buses or something yeah, like that. Yeah, get a driver. <laughs> I, think, I think, you know, when you're driving with the whole TV crew, with the great music, with the great uh, drinks, and uh, in the company of a beautiful... My German chapter, Mika, I, 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 you know, because I don't want to say anything else. Um, and uh, because uh, maybe I am uh, listening by someone else. Uh-oh. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. You never know. <laughs> so, you know, that's, I think, uh, would be, you know, stopping somewhere in some cities and do some demonstrations and go back to my van. I like it. I really do. This is Fred Willard on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your animals. I've had it done to me. It's not that woof. <laughs> this is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Simple Solution. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Wrigley Field attracts cats. In a recent Cubs-Reds game at the friendly confines, a frightened cat dashed across the field. A security guard managed to grab the cat by the tail and tossed it into the stands. Fortunately for the kitty cat, a veterinarian was in those stands and took control of the feisty feline. According to the Chicago Tribune, the vet examined the cat, who was in good condition and suffered no injury as the result of the tail grabbing. The vet plans to care for the kitty until its owners are found. A Cubs spokesman said it's unclear how the cat got into the ballpark. Cats have crossed the paths of the Cubs, and on more than one occasion. Most memorably, back in 1969, during a game against the Mets, a black cat sauntered past third baseman Ron Santo and gave him the stink eye. <laughs> it then stared down all the players in the Cubs' dugout before slinking away. 
And I just want to point out that the Mets won the World Series ah. that year. <laughs> Tony Larusa, St. Louis Cardinals. That's how he started the Animal Rescue Foundation. He was playing a game, and a cat entered the field and started walking across. Yes. So it's led to good things. I love Tony. Yes. Tony is really seriously one of my all-time favorite managers. Even though he's he's with the dreaded, hated Cardinals that the Cubs just. <laughs> but on to other things. Speaking of the Queen of Mean, the yes. now dead, or we'll just call her late, Leona Helmsley, uh-huh. she did leave a fortune to animals. She may not have been very nice to people, but she liked her animals. A stipulation in her will directed the majority of her estate, estimated at somewhere between five and eight billion B, dollars. B, 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 billion. B, B, that's it. Go toward the care and welfare of dogs. However... There were also instructions for Helmsley's trustees to use their discretion when doling out the funds. Now come word comes word that those trustees plan to donate $136 million to various charities, leaving just $1 million for the pooches. Mm. Speaking of pooches, Portuguese water dogs are in the news and not just in D.C. In San Diego, one of them was named an honorary fire dog after alerting his owner to an early morning blaze. Two-year-old Cabrillo started barking just after 3 a.m. in early April. The Portie's owner got out of bed to see that his neighbor's house was on fire. He quickly called 911. Crews were able to douse the fire, and that's thanks to Cabrillo, who was named a hero and given a box of treats, according to the story in the L.A. Times. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution with a tip for pet messes. For liquid spills or urine stains, blot up the excess by starting on the outside of the stain, then move toward the center of the affected area. This will prevent the stain from spreading. Do you owe too much money on your credit cards? Do you have over $12,000 in debt and don't know how you'll pay it off? I have a proven program that can help solve your debt problems. I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Credit card debt can cause serious financial hardship, especially if you have loss of income, you're going through a divorce, or you have costly medical bills. Before things get worse, call Debt Settlement USA. We'll show you how to get rid of your debt faster than you think, without bankruptcy and without taking out another loan. Just call Debt Settlement USA right now for a free consultation. Your call is confidential and there's no obligation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. Radio, 1-866-405-8405. Ladybug, the studio stunt, Wonder Dog, is taking a nap. She gets tired easily because she's testing a lot of products. We get a lot of products. that UPS guy comes here once a day, maybe sometimes twice, FedEx definitely twice, and they drop off packages. She used to bark at the door, but now she knows she gets a toy or something. Yeah. She gets food or She's something. She's got a cushy job there. She does. And you know what? We want to share some of this. We actually need help reviewing some of these items. If you have an animal and you would like to review some of these items with your animal and write up a little report and appear on the radio, head on over to AnimalRadio.com on the front page of our website. There's a link that says how to become a reviewer, and you can do that. It's free of charge, and you'll get free stuff, free stuff to test out for your good self. That's how we found 
the food that she's on now, by the yes. way, the uh, Lucky Dog Cuisine. And I want to give these guys a quick plug. You know, I got I to gotta tell you, if you are going to spend $100 a month on your animal for their food, and I know it's tough right now to do that, but if you're going to do that, why not get it made in their kitchens, Lucky Dog Cuisine, and mm-hmm. directly deliver to your freezer? And that's what we do here at yes, Animal Radio. None of those byproducts or meals or Best mixtures. Food. Yes. Oh, it's all human-grade ingredients. And I have a very finicky dog, but Ladybug loves it. Lucky Dog Cuisine. And, of course, we link to them from the front of our website, too. Yes. They're good folks down there over at uh, Lucky Dog Cuisine. Dr. Debbie, are you ready to take some calls? I sure am. Who do we have on the lines here? I believe... Are we going to four, Doctor? We have a Dr. Perla Parks. Hi, Doctor. Yes, hi. How are you? Hi. I'm, I'm good. How are you doing? Very good. What What kind of pet do you have? I have a German Shepherd that I uh, had from the shelter since November of 2008. Uh, he's okay. about two years old male. He has a... Um, uh, what he called is from the time of course he came from the shelter so we have to make sure he has no flea so he had mm-hmm, a flea yeah. uh, bath before we we took him and he came home scratching uh, all the time so we thought he might have flea and I gave him the front uh, front line plus and uh, I gave him another flea bath and uh, he has been scratching we have to buy hydrocortisone spray He's, he, okay. he has no skin lesion it's just his uh, skin is kind of like dry and okay. sometimes we put uh, olive oil, a tablespoon in his meal. We change his meal from a uh, science diet to um, uh, not, now is natural balance by neutral. All righty. And so no skin sores, no redness. He's just itchy and somewhat dry. Right. Well, and if we've eliminated that possibility of um, parasites um, such as fleas, um, there's also mites that we might be concerned about. So you can always have like a skin scraping done, which is a, a more to evaluate for microscopic parasites. We tend to see that more when there's some skin lesions. So I might be less inclined to think that, but just to make sure that has been done. So I guess we kind of be leaning towards the possibility of maybe some kind of either chronic problem or an allergy driven problem. And um, in German shepherds, they do have some types of um, epithelial dysplasias and some different kinds of skin conditions. So in some of those situations, they require specific diagnosis with biopsies and so forth. If we take keep it simple and we're going to talk allergies, then there might be some suggestions we can try. Um, number one would be to make sure we're actually on a specific hypoallergenic diet. Um, and that might be a couple different realms that you can work with your veterinarian on. Um, one might be to use a hypoallergenic line, something that might be like a, a kangaroo-based diet, a venison-based diet, um, or taking the alternative way to deal with food-related allergies is to try a hydrolyzed protein diet. And this is kind of new new technology and science when we're dealing with food allergies. Um, Purina has a food for that. Hills has a food for that. So that might be one thing to try for this baby. The other thing is you're trying olive oil, which is kind of the right idea, but I would actually go with a specific veterinary product that is a balanced omega fatty acid product um, because that will be a bit more beneficial in the right ratio for inflammation in the skin. Um, Add that in. And then we might even then start talking about some of the anti-allergy type medicines. Um, There's some antihistamines we might try. There's a great medication called Atopica that I'll use if uh, we have kind of tried all these other therapies and not gotten anywhere. 
that might be a couple generations back for you, and I'd want to make sure that you know we've tried some of the simple things first, uh, such as the medicated shampoos and uh, some antihistamines, fatty acids, and then this uh, hypoallergenic diet. Is it medicated shampoo? Yeah, and you know you mentioned that you were using a, like a cortisone type spray, which is helpful, um, but in some cases we can actually have. Uh, bacterial growth on the skin so we'd want to check that have a have a skin surface test done so that we can check to see because some dogs will need antibacterial shampoos others might just benefit from a good oatmeal uh, soothing shampoo Um, so there's a lot of different ways we can go with this direction and if i had your baby's skin right here right now i'd I'd take an impression smear and i'd look on the microscope just to make sure we don't have some of that because that would help me gauge which product and which direction we might go with this. Um, scratching is a, ugh, as you can, you're probably frustrated with it, I imagine. It's, it's a very complicated uh, problem to get down to that source. Okay. Yeah, I tried also the, one of the hypoallergenic uh, diet, the green one, I forgot the name. Uh, it has got uh, venison, but just, you know, for a small package. And he, the scratching did not stop at all, so I went back to a different one. But mm-hmm. I will try to uh, follow your recommendation and mm-hmm. uh, go from there. Yeah, and, and one thing I'd mention also with any time you try a, a food allergy trial, when we commit to a special diet, we want to make sure that we're not getting outside goodies. So no table scraps, no little biscuits, no rawhides, nothing else can be introduced. Otherwise, you've just wasted a lot of money and a lot of time on a food. So um, that's always a, a big thing is just to make sure that we're fully compliant on that food only and nothing else. Debbie, how long? hardcore. How long should you try a new food? People sometimes just try one bag, try a, a couple days. Do you have to give it weeks or a month? Yeah, we need to give it. I usually go for about two months um, with a particular food. And if we have a setback, so say the dog gets you know a hamburger that the kid leaves on the table, that has set us back. So we almost have to start all the way over because it really can mess up that food trial. So, yeah, it's, it's challenging. Hydrolyte, you said. How do you spell the hydrolyte by Hills Products? Hydrolyzed diets, um, that's H-Y-D-R-O-L-Y-Z-E-D, hydrolyzed. Okay. I was pretty good in spelling in school, too, so. <laughs> but yeah, give that a try. <laughs> this is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio. Give us a call at 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is Jane Lynch on Animal Radio. Please spay and neuter your animal. Spay or neuter. Let me say that again. You don't want to do both. Spay or neuter. Let me say it again. Can I do that? You can do whatever you want. Oh, God bless. I'm going to try it one more time. Hi, this is Jane Lynch on Animal Radio. Please spay or neuter your animal. I love it. You do so good early in the morning. I, my <laughs> I'm mouth so caffeinated right now, can I tell you? I'm barely holding it together. Uh, you're awesome. <laughs> Are you tired of paying rent? The new book, Finding Your Own Home, is the only realtor and veterinarian-approved step-by-step guide for first-time home buyers with pets. Even if you're starting from scratch, Finding Your Own Home is the action plan for you. Finding Your Own Home includes 20 things you can do in the next 30 days to get started. Personal stories, 50 color photos, number crunching, online documents, and checklists. Get this book with lots of free stuff and bargains on MyPetFreebies.com. That's MyPetFreebies.com. Listen closely. 
Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard K9 Dewormer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. Is your dog a lucky dog? My dog is. She eats lucky dog cuisine. Home-cooked meals that come straight to my door. Give your dog the same natural ingredients you would if you had the time to cook for them every day. Feed your dog what Animal Radio feeds their lucky dog. Lucky dog cuisine. Great ingredients, no preservatives, straight from lucky dog's kitchen to your freezer. Visit luckydogcuisine.com for tail-wagging home-cooked meals made with love. Luckydogcuisine.com. That's luckydogcuisine.com. Fido-Friendly Magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, thinking a dog. At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido-Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Fido-Friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. It's Animal Radio 1-866-405-8405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team, Dr. Debbie, Vlade, Vinny, Joy, Susan, Sims, Bobby. You know, researchers have been looking at uh, into what caused that crash in Minnesota, that bridge in Minnesota. Was it? Was that Minnesota there, Bobby? Yeah, it was Minneapolis-St. Paul. It was right on the Mississippi they, River. It's the bridge that connected the Twin Cities. They say oh. that it was pigeons. Pigeon poop. Pigeon poop. Ooh. Yeah. That, uh, Guano, I believe, is the correct term, Hal. It seems that our, fly, our <laughs> flying friends are causing trouble all over the world. You'll have another story about that coming up in the news, huh? I will. Apparently, in, in England, the little sparrows were building nests out of all sorts of things, some of them flammable. Ooh, the details, details on the way. <laughs> I can't wait. Susan, do you Twitter? Do you Twitter at all or do that Facebook I, stuff? I, uh, you know, funny that you asked. I'm a brand new Twitterer. Oh, no. no. Okay, there's two I, I, animal radio Twitterers now. <laughs> It is twitter.com slash phytofriendly, and I am I am amazed at all my little tweets that I've been getting. I, I, I have to have a whole new inbox for tweets. <laughs> oh, no, we, we have a new Twittyet here at Animal Radio. <laughs> okay, two of them now. If people want to follow your phytofriendly Twitter, how can they do that? It's twitter.com slash phytofriendly. And we'll put that over the Animal Radio, and if you want to follow Bobby with her Twittering, uh, which... Uh, Boy, you never know where that's going to end up. We'll put all that Twitter information over at AnimalRadio.com. And if you're like me, you're not Twitter or Facebook friendly yet. You can use the regular old email or the regular old Internet thing. Darn, I just didn't think that Internet thing was going to take off. It was four years before I got my first email address. (laughs) You're going on the road, Route 66. You're a lucky gal. You're going to be reporting every week for us, right? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to kick off this adoption tour with the help of North Shore Animal League. They have have 45 foot buses ready to take us on the Route 66, which is called Get Your Licks on Route 66. And my brand new puppy, Junior, who we adopted in Idaho about a month ago, is the poster pup for Get Your Licks on Route 66. Ah, going to be going along too, I imagine, right? 
Yeah, he's going to be our, he, he'll be our liaison into the world of adoption. You know, we haven't done something like this. Uh, it's going to be, uh, pretty amazing because this is right in a bus for, gosh, a month. And these buses are equipped for rescues and taking them to the different shelters. You're going to start in Santa Monica. You're going to end up where? End up in Chicago. And one of our sponsors, Bissell, is going to have a big wrap party for us in Michigan. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So we're going to have a lot of sponsor product on the road, too. So once we get our route planned, we'll be able to share details where we're going to be, uh, what date. So after California, we hit Flagstaff, and they're going to have a big party for us there. So we've, we've got that going on, and, and uh, I'm sure a lot more things are going to happen for us. Okay, hopefully we'll be coming to your town. All the information up there at AnimalRadio.com. And, of course, follow Susan's Twitter, and I'm sure you'll find out exactly where she is anytime. Are you one of those people that Twitter when you, like, uh, take a shower? <laughs> I just showered. I, I, I don't know. I, I've, never thought of, I've never thought of that, Hal. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't like to give that personal stuff out. I really keep it to the, you know, come over to Fighter Friendly and then uh, let's talk about all the fun things to do in uh, different cities and different states and read Fighter Friendly magazine. That's what I twit about. You twit about important stuff is what you're saying. Very important things, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, who also is a contributor to Fido Friendly. See all the connections? Six degrees mm-hmm. of Animal Radio right here. He's up next <laughs> answering your behavior questions right here on Animal Radio. Radio. We are celebrating our connection with our pets. Welcome. 1-866-405-8405. We're all here to answer your questions. If you if you have a question, if you just want to check in, you know we're here for that too. And we're here all week long Woo-hoo. at this phone number and uh, emails at the website, animalradio.com. Let's head on over to Eeny, Meeny, Money, Moe. We can just take our puppy toe. Which, are we going to two? Are we going to two? We're going to three. Okay, let's go to three. Hi, Marty. How are you doing? Okay. Do you hear me? Yes, I, yes, I do. Are you driving? Great. Uh, no, I am just wasn't sure if it was me you were actually talking to. Okay, I have a question for you. I have a Tonkinese. Uh, he's about 17. And wow. uh, about six years ago, uh, my wife and child moved out. And ever since then, he has been going to the bathroom on my bed, which forces me to keep a plastic cover on the bed. Mm-hmm. Anything we could... And I also have another cat, too, a Bengal. About four years okay. old. They get along great. But is there anything you could suggest? I mean, to keep the litter clean. Um, and it's just started okay. happening then. Alrighty. And um, so you have the two kitties, and do you have how many litter pans do you have? One. 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 Okay. Yeah. And are is your Tonkinese using the litter pan um, at other times? Yes. Yes. He's even urinated on the bed right in front of me. Mm hmm. Like nose to nose with me, and boom. And is he is he peeing and pooping in the box? Yes. Okay. This could so happen doing... on the bed once a month, let's say. Okay. Now, and you said he is seventeen, one seven years. Yes, that's correct. Wow, that is too. a wonderful mm-hmm. lifespan. That is amazing. Seventeen-year-old yeah. cat. I, 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 my hat goes off to you here. <laughs> well, my last um, tank was. I, I had a tank before. Went to eighteen. So very good. Have a pretty good long span yeah so. i guess the the two things that we we have to distinguish here is you know are we dealing with something medically or something behaviorally and in a 17 year old cat uh, i'm not very quickly 
it's not as easy for me to dismiss that medical possibility. And even if he's in great health, um, statistics show cats in that age group have problems with kidney disease, potential diabetes. They can have problems with arthritis, even thyroid problems. And any of those things can cause um, difficulty getting around and or a problem with change in urine. It started about six years ago, seven years ago. It did. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it's a little bit harder, even if we've had a long-standing yeah. problem, to kind of distinguish and pull away the layers of a problem like this. Um, but I would say the f- the main point I'd say is that you have an old kitty. I'd want to make sure that we have a healthy kitty, and I would look at doing some basic diagnostics, some lab work on him. Um, okay. Beyond that, um, we, we're basically looking for anything that causes a change in the frequency of urine um, or some other medical problem. A cat that has to pee a lot is going to be more likely. Uh, to have those kind of accidents because um, they're going to have to go more often and they may not be close access to that box. Um, the other thing is an older cat, if they have this problem, a lot of times I'll do some different things in anticipation of arthritis or pain. Um, kitties can do wonderfully with a glucosamine joint supplement. And that, in many cats, I just had a 15-year-old cat two weeks ago in my office, and he was having problems using the litter box and wasn't going reliably. And we put him on glucosamine, and immediately it helped him. So that would be something I would see about doing for him. The other thing is, because they are a little geriatric, these kitties, um, adjusting the litter pan. So if we have anything over a 4-inch lip on the litter pan, I like to modify that, give them a lower pan, um, different options. And certainly if they have to get into the box, um, a covered box, sometimes that's a little bit um, uh, confining for a cat. So experiment, play around with that box area. And the biggest thing is definitely to keep the access to the um, bedroom, um, keep that blocked off because the more times he does that, that actually perpetuates the behavior. And that's where we're fighting a six-year pattern, which might be hard to stop by just um, one means alone. So you're going to have some tough work here in keeping your kitty away from that, looking into some of the medical things, and then maybe trying some of the nutritional supplement and modifying the behavior in the environment. Mm-hmm. So there, there may be some help there. Okay. And can I ask you one more quick question that happened Absolutely. to me yesterday? Okay. My, my Bengal is four years old, and somebody called me up in the building. I live in a building, and they said there was a stray cat in the seventh floor. I went down there. It took me ten minutes. I don't want to sound like an idiot, but until I realized that was my cat. The meow is oh different. His colors look different. Could this happen when a cat is, like, under duress? That they could look different as well? Yeah, it didn't look like, maybe it was the environment that I was seeing the cat in, which I'm not used to seeing him, but I know his meow, the meow is way different, and it just seemed like the cat looked different. Hmm. I, I would say sounding, definitely, yeah. Uh, vocalizations for cats, definitely. Emotions can play a role. Um, so, you know, who knows as far as what what else has had happened to him or what experience he had at that time. So it, it could, but uh, as long as you're comfortable, this is your cat and you haven't hoisted somebody else's cat away. <laughs> no, no. As soon as I brought him upstairs and he went next to my uh, tongue, I knew right away they were. <laughs> it was my cat. It was my tongue. would have let me know. Very good. Good. So, yeah, I'd say rest easy on that one. Well, thank you so much for your call, Marty, and uh, give your babies a good kiss for us. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio. We are here to take your calls at 1-866-405-8405.
Vinny Penn coming at you again on Animal Radio with a party animal segment. I saw on the telephone pole at the end of my street the other day a missing pet flyer. We've discussed flyers here in the past. The catch with this one is they had drawn the picture of the cat missing. It was a pencil drawing. Now that one, you're not going to really be able to tell. I, I don't know. It didn't look any different than any other millions of cats you see out on the show. Well, you don't see as many these days as stray cats as you did when I was a kid uh, back in the 70s and 80s. But um, they didn't really look any different. Two, it told me that you're drawing the picture of this cat that you never took one of your cat. So how much could you have possibly loved it if you didn't have a picture to photocopy for the flyer now that Smitten's is missing. I'm not even going to get into the whole Smittens thing. But how much could you have loved Smittens? Maybe Smittens ran away, one, because he never took a damn picture of him. And two, because he named him Smittens. Any pen, party animal, animal radio. This is Animal Radio Network.